I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Tell him got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him got a flag. <laughs> one size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. After Statement Saturday, Separation Saturday, whatever you want to call it, and we finally have some answers. We what do. Pete, oh, we so got the we biggest some... answer of them all, I think. Uh -huh. What Pete Davidson Big. said on SNL uh, last night <laughs> was classy. Right after Ariana Grande dropped her single 30 minutes before <sighs> showtime. <sighs> Just kidding. Football. Whoo. Man, I don't know if I've been this excited about a big-ass 20-plus point win in years. I'm telling you, man, that was – speaking as a longtime fan, you know, sometimes you, you let the media get in your head. You let them talk you out of believing in your team. You let, them, you let that doubt creep in. Uh, and, you know, even you got haters close to you. People who, whose knowledge of football you respect and know, and when they start saying things like – I don't know, man. I just don't think you guys can do it. It creeps into your head. And then the next thing, what do you know? PJ fucking Fleck gets destroyed by Lovey Smith. <laughs> That's true. There were a lot of haters saying that the hot seat was on. Lovey better win or he's out. And he delivered. It was a big, big week. That's why they that, call that him the That was definitely mailman. my game of the day. <laughs> that is why they call him the mailman. Because mm. he delivered. That and his genitals. <laughs> I will I will say that this past weekend, there was a lot of clenching going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of clenching, Free. A lot. A lot of clenching. Well, free, I'm sorry, Sean, to, to derail you, but I, I have no, a lot of things that I think about saying, and then I end the podcast like, well, I didn't say any of those sure. things. Um, I want to get Free's take on. Like, early in the day, at like the 3.30 markish, Free was just not feeling the football. Day. He hated Did it. it Mm -mm. Did it get better for you, buddy? It did. Once uh, the afternoon games, once we got to that Texas-West Virginia ending, which was finally a hot game between yeah. two really good teams, then then I was okay with the day because it was off to a slow start. No fireworks, nothing sexy, Illinois winning. That just Texas a lot of things. Auburn game was pretty good. <laughs> well, eh. I was going to say, was it just the fact that a lot of teams that you either – either teams that you really wanted to lose um, – one or was was that more of it because i thought as a as an action day i thought it was kind of hot i mean like 
Nebraska and Ohio State was in just a weird – it was like a game in a snow globe or something. Like, every so often the game would start being played like a regular football game, and then somebody just grab a lamp and just shake the hell out of it. <laughs> that, that's fair. I just thought it was just, uh, I don't know, too predictable. Like you said via text, it was a lot of chalk winning, which, you know, I yeah. didn't really care for. I didn't think the games were played that well. Um, Auburn got outgained by almost 200 yards, lost time of possession like 38 to 20. Uh, it, it wasn't good football that I saw until later in the day. All right, Shawnee, I've got my answer. Please proceed with the uh, with the outline that you have tirelessly put together. <laughs> so much prep goes into this show. Um, Hankins, I want to know how you're feeling about bowl eligibility. You know, it, it's a... I, this Illinois so, team is four and five. They have they got to win two, two out of the next three wins, guys, and l- two wins and maybe just one. Given you know that sometimes it gets weird, but two out of the next three. And these are the um, teams ahead of Illinois: a Nebraska team that uh, whose kicker missed the ball yesterday and then fell down. He did the real it. Charlie Brown there, the Charlie Brown and Lucy thing. Didn't Oof. even need a Lucy. That, um, and I that Iowa game team, also featured a. That game also featured Martinez uh, clocking the ball backwards, right? So it was a backwards pass and a fumble. Yeah, was that that game? That yeah. was that was the Ohio State game. That was yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, an Iowa team that lost to Purdue. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And Northwestern, which I don't think they know what team they are from week to week. They're not. I gotta say, guys. Look, I want to pull the curtain back. I want to break kayfabe just a little oh, bit. Oh no! Oh no! I know that I claim to be like this big Illinois fan, mm-hmm. um, but I think I'm downplayed on here. I'm fucking jacked to the gills, baby. I'm going <laughs> crazy right now because I think we can. I think we can beat we. stupid Nebraska. We. I think we can beat stupid Nebraska. Look, I was not a shit team, but you know what, man? You get a big win like that under your belt under a min- against a Minnesota team who's not great by any stretch of the imagination, but. Who is, uh, they can play football. They're fundamentally sound. And you just beat the shit out of them. Oh, man, you got to be feeling it. You got to be feeling it in champagne. The champagne is flowing, baby. If I may, that that game is just a false flag. It's getting you all hyped up thinking that, you know, this is probably one of the very few times that Lovey Smith has won as an underdog. I get it. Um, but it's a completely <laughs> false flag. You need to dump this guy. Much, is this a false flag like, operation? Yes, yes. Much oh like how Auburn. Are you I telling get me that Minnesota were crisis actors? Ooh, I, I just don't think you should get too hyped over that one win because if I'm an Auburn fan, I still don't like Gus Malzahn. Uh, I know well, I mean, you won the game, free, but fundamentally but they on. did not play well. Just don't take but this Frieza, win. We're playing for different stakes, baby. We just trying to go bowling. We just trying uh, to get a swag bag, baby. That's all we're trying to do. Mm. We ain't playing big time college football. The stakes aren't too high. We just want to get a cool swag bag and to have a coach with a cool beard who is respected by the podcast media. That is the only stakes we're shooting for. And we are two wins, two wins in the big shitty ten away from achieving all of our goals. Um. <sighs> If I'm if I'm looking at uh, Illinois' schedule moving forward, I am going to upgrade my. I guess I have to upgrade because I had him at three and nine. Yeah, yeah, um, baby. I already gonna, exceeded your expectations. I, <laughs> I am going to upgrade 
your Illinois Fighting Illini mm-hmm. to five and seven. I think they're going to win one out of the next three. Oh, man, but Shawnee. Shawnee, what happens if we win two? What happens if we You're going bowling, and Creel and I'm I are on the hook for, baby. for uh, an expenditure. And you, bet, you best bet them expense reports is going to be fizzed. I'm talking double cheeseburger. <laughs> um, other Big Ten action, as we said, Illinois. Uh, La Quinta in. <laughs> um. Uh, Purdue beat beat Iowa. Purdue is now, I think, like the third number. Th- I think they're number two or three in the wet, in the Big Ten West. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the big game, the big game that definitely was not going to disappoint us uh, in the Big Ten, and then absolutely disappointed us was Michigan Penn State. Mm-hmm. Hankins, you said that uh, James Franklin is a disgrace. Was it just the numbers on the scoreboard, or did he do something? Did he blame his players? Oh, no, for just something else? just forty two seven. Just forty two seven is is enough for me to uh, to classify him as a a bum. Yeah, he he's uh, living off a lot of just hype. Uh, I know at Vanderbilt he did great things at Vanderbilt, but I still ain't seen it. I I have not seen it on the football field, especially at Penn State. I'm I'm not a believer. I'm a, I'm in Hankins' camp here. You got to do better than forty-two-seven. Especially when he got up there at the press conference after the loss to oh, yeah. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Ohio State. So, We're a great mm-hmm. team. We're not elite, motherfucker. You ain't great, motherfucker. You ain't even good. <laughs> Agreed. Um. Yes. Agreed. You are better than what was. So let's let let's really be honest about the Penn State situation. And and just for the purposes of this conversation. I'm going to remove the big old elephant in the room. I'm going to take that off the table and talk about that just in a football context. Football only. You're a football. You're a football man. Football. You know that. You know that about me and Charlie Strong. Um, you had a doddering old fool who shit his pants as oh, the coach no. before. Is this a football? <laughs> um, a guy came in after some stuff went down, and he had the program. He had it kind of rocking and rolling it and he bolted immediately what has penn state mm-hmm. won in the last Bit. two decades well they beat illinois this year oh what have they won like title wise in the last what is two the decades? thing that they've done i don't they won the big 10 did they win the big 10 did that happen a couple years ago I they think won the big Franklin 10 and didn't did get, get in get right a notch yeah Yes, that that was the year Ohio State was like eleven and one and got into the playoffs, and Penn State was eleven and two and did. So that's one conference. And victory. then they got drilled by USC. They got drilled by USC and in that the crazy Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl right. Well, they, it was close, right? It was the yeah. crazy shootout Rose Bowl. It was. And everybody close. thought it Penn State's close. here. So one conference title in fifteen twenty-ish years. What are we? Why are we talking about this still? Like what? How are they different than any other former power who is now dog shit? They're USC. At least they came back up and did a thing. You know, they're no different than Tennessee, quite frankly. Right, James yeah, Franklin. Good, good point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, they're they're a little better than Tennessee. They've they've they have they didn't go like undo, uh, winless in in the conference for almost two years. They did. They haven't lost twelve straight to their main rival. Um, they actually have main rivals whose teams are their main rival as well. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's um, fair. Um, who is their main? But rival? But they they actually, are they are. I think about they, it. 
I don't know. Is it Michigan? Is it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they have they have Pitt. They like, have Michigan Pitt is State, their like their blood Michigan rival, there. I guess. In a game yeah. that happens early in the year, but the, 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 I'm getting us off track. But the whole point is, just stop it with the Penn State. Just stop it. <laughs> and can can I have a corollary to that? Can we stop it with Texas? Too? Yes, you're right. Agreed. They done. They done. The same same scenario. Uh, just uh, they're not back. They're not. They don't believe the hype. They got to win the conference in order for me to consider them being back, and that's not happening. Like, and th- that's the thing is when you say a team like like Penn State or like Texas is back, what that that has a connotation. That means they're contending for the national championship because that's what those teams used to do. Um, so if they're doing anything less than that, then in my opinion, they're not back. None of us were yelling Alabama is back when we, you know, when we broke the streak versus Auburn. Um, or, you know, when we would go to an SEC championship game and lose it, nobody was hollering that we're back because guess what? National championship is the level. That's where you're supposed to be. And you're not back until you're in that conversation. And Texas was never in that conversation, even though they beat a good Oklahoma team. They weren't in that conversation. Yeah. And Penn State's not in that conversation. They were there either. for a week. Um, I think the it, – it's a – Whenever the national news media or anybody says Texas is back, uh, Penn State is back, what, whoever is back, it reminds me of the time when Alabama beat Florida um, in 2005, yeah. I think it was, with Mike Shorty. And then yeah. Sports Brody's Illustrated cover, had Bama's that cover. Back. Bama's back. And, and then, you know, what happens? Probably like the coach gets fired a, a year and a half the later. Iron Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Also lost to LSU that year. Yeah. One of the last um, times we lost to LSU. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> so, Big 12, uh, the Texas-West Virginia game, you know, that, like Creel said, that did not disappoint. Um, Dana Holgerson has a big oh, old pair of truck man. nuts for Agreed. going for two. Going for two, getting the two-point conversion, getting it called back because Texas called a timeout. And then getting it again. Champions. I, I, I wanted Champions. to bring up the, this point because I know last week I introduced a segment which was wildly popular. <laughs> I have a new segment because we have a new holiday coming up. So Hankins, hit the theme. We are here with thanks or turkey. Where every week I give thanks to a particular player, action on the field, whatnot, and I also give you the turkey of the week. And my thanks of the week is Dana Holgerson for going for two and winning it. Gobble, gobble, thank you. And my turkey, my turkey of the week, thank you for the gobble, is none other, none other than James Carville for... Getting Thank on air, so wearing his I'm profanity so laden t shirt, and then wearing the tinfoil hat, stirring the pot. It's not tongue in cheek anymore. He has gone off the cliff. You are the turkey of the week. Caucasian turkey. Good at Arby's. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> what did, what did Carl Wait, did you say? not see this, Sean? 
I did, okay. but probably right. not everybody I'm just making to. sure. It's fine to just react like we saw things. We can we can keep the people in. We don't have to fucking pretend we don't watch football for the people. <laughs> so what did Carville do, Creel? Uh, well, earlier in the week, Monday, he uh, was on the Paul Feinbaum show, and he called in, and, you know, he was... He was talking about Devin White and how the SEC was in cahoots with Alabama about how they favor Alabama and that's why Devin White was suspended because the office is in Birmingham and whatnot. So he was stirring the pot on Monday and, you know, I thought at that point it was a little bit of wink, wink, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, just wink. doing something to, you know, to fill the time because it was, you know, two weeks before the game was played and whatnot just to just to get the fans rolled up. But then on game day... He wore a t-shirt which was written in French and he was on the set talking to uh, Lee Corso and them and his t-shirt t-shirt in French said something like Greg Sankey kiss my ass in French and then he got on a hot mic and was just listing and uh, airing his grievances of everything everything in the world that's gone right for Alabama and how it's in cahoots and yada 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 and it was not tongue-in-cheek this was the Alex Jones you know having like a chalkboard behind him and drawing lines and circling stuff and looking at the JFK footage again and who was really on the grassy knoll and what's really at Area 51. Just, he'd gone, he's gone <laughs> overboard and it wasn't the tongue-in-cheek, you know, hey, how many Alabama fans does it take to screw in a light bulb? Two, one to do it and one to tell you how Bear Bryant would have done it better. It wasn't, you know, the good old ribbing. It was the... You need to go over here and not ever be on a microphone again scenario. Um, well, a lot of good it did LSU um, to get Devin White back in the second half. I, I, I don't understand like the, the conspiracy theory that people are in cahoots with Alabama. Wouldn't having Alabama lose a midseason game and having a larger question mark as to if they're going to make the playoffs with one loss a second time in a row – wouldn't that be a better story? Not for wouldn't the, that be a better not, story? Not than, for the SEC. It's def- not. I mean, it's a better story to have a guaranteed entrant into the playoff. Is is the that is the rationale behind the conspiracy? It's crazy, but that is that is you know where they're coming coming to it from. Now, I mean, it's just I I get it. I under because look look, we were there too. Um, you know, every fan base has decided at some point in their history that the conference or the media that somebody's against them. I understand. Oh yeah, my 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 dad thinks that Auburn, quote unquote, hid Gus Malzahn in Arcan at Arkansas State <laughs> for a year because there were sanctions coming. <laughs> And even though they didn't get announced, like it, it definitely happened, and that's why he didn't take the Vanderbilt uh-huh. job because that's glamorous. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. It but is it is it's you know. And we so all I don't there. want to I don't want to throw rocks from a glass house. Here's what I'll say: LSU fans, you're fucking better than this because you are good. Yes. You have been good. I'm gonna say something that I don't <laughs> like to say out loud. You're the only people I consider to be our rival. You're the only ones. Auburn's a, just a, a yeah. Auburn's a guy that I see at a party that I'm going to fight every time I see him. 
I wish he would not come to this party, but he always does. That's what I would like him to stop doing is coming to the party. God, but that son of a Auburn bitch. Here exactly. Again. And I said, fucking Auburn's here? I'm going to go punch that guy in his fucking mouth, and hopefully he'll stop coming to these parties. When LSU's at the... You know he took his dick of out Of course he did. And then he missed the toilet. He always misses the toilet every other year. <laughs> Some years he hits the toilet spot right. on. Like, sometimes he hits the toilet better yeah. than we hit it. But... Every other year, he just pisses all over the place. But when LSU shows up, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, LSU, my dude, what's up? Man, you know we're going to beat that ass, but I love you. I'm really glad you're here, dude. Really <laughs> gl- oh, shit, you beat our ass, LSU, last year. Congratulations. I really wish you would well pass this ass whooping. But Auburn, I'm going to fight that dude every time. They're the only ones that I think are on equal footing with Alabama, and quite frankly, the only ones possible of pulling off something similar to what Alabama's done. Georgia might get there, too. Because, again, they're just Alabama number two at this point. But LSU, you're better than this. You have to be, look, get liquored up. Eat that goddamn boudin. Put on a fucking Elvis suit. Paws up for Mike the Tiger. All that shit. Do all that. But come on, boys. <laughs> I am coach. <laughs> but stop with this conspiracy shit. You, you, I care enough about you, LSU, to tell, to tell you. I know we've been kicking that ass a long time. I know we have. Mm-hmm. I know that's having an impact on you. But you got to get past Almost this, 10 years. You got to get past this. The only way to win this thing is on the field. Let everybody else be a crazy maniac. Not you, LSU. Not you. I think I like that's, a, that's a fair point is they're better than that. If you really um, think you're a better team, do it on the field. I respectfully disagree. I hate their coaches. I hate their team. I hate their. I hate their their fans. Their fans are, are the biggest evidence as to no, they are not better than that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with you, Sean. That they are acting as if they're not better than that. But as far as the program yeah. that they support, that program is better than this. Let Let me let ask the you record this. Reflect. Do you so? <laughs> let, let Let me ask you this. So if if I have a belief that CBS created the night the night game so that Alabama would have to play LSU at night because it's a better story. Am I also a conspiracy? That's why they theorist? did it. That is when they. I okay. mean, they they, they this yeah, happened it, in two thousand eleven. Eyeballs on the on the screen. They they have an opportunity to go two for one to create a cool night game. In LSU, which is just cool. It's cool because you get to hear that guy say, the sun has set, it is now. All that shit is dope. I mean, it's the same reason that ESPN started broadcasting Clemson running down the hill or kept telling us all day that, guess what, guys, we're going to play under Sandman later. Yeah, that is that is why that happened. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't, it's, I don't believe that, you know, the suits that run this consider that to be a real advantage. Oh, those suits. I don't think they think it's a real advantage for... LSU to play at night. Um, I think it, it. I think personally, it probably is a little marginally just for their fan base because they are crazy as shit, um, and they can get yeah, they time get to get they even really more get crazy. But you know, I, I don't think it's unfair. But yeah, they certainly created that night game um, in 2011 because why not get all the eyeballs? Yeah. Um, and we'll actually get to the on the field action Match of the game. Shit later on yeah I, um, I derailed this with my turkey of the week so sorry man, we can go back to the west virginia game your your turkey of the week uh you know creel creel is uh beginning to look a like, lot like creel's, creel's beginning to look to uh, a, a lot like creel's miss um his preseason his preseason uh predictions were 
TCU uh, versus West Virginia. It's probably Ooh. not going to be TCU, but yeah. West West Virginia's. I, I I thought that was equally a crazy pick. Uh, you still have West Virginia as the winner, um, and the two two teams that are disappointing: Texas and Oklahoma. Texas is definitely one of them, and Oklahoma. You know, let Texas Tech hang around a little bit too much, but a, in the end, a it's probably going to be West two Virginia, away from Oklahoma. that game really being something. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, you're right, Sean. The Big 12, the the very last game of the season, regular season, is Oklahoma going on the road to West Virginia, which will be pretty big. And then they might have to play the very next week in the Big 12 championship. So absolutely, uh, it's a weird schedule, uh, but it, it sort of sets up those two teams seem to be the cream of the crop in Iowa State kind of lingering in the shadows. Two big cream that. daddies. Mm-hmm. Um. I assume we're still okay with uh, my motion from last week that we are not talking about the Pac-12 until something. Did Washington State win? That's all I need to know. Well, they did. Uh, they won nineteen to thirteen. Doesn't matter. I would like to point out sitting number two with an identical four and three record to the number one and number three teams <laughs> in true. the Pac-12 South is the Arizona Wildcats. Roll on, John. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> they have. They, They've done the thing that they did last last year, which was like October. They seem to wake up. This is what happened last year when Khalil mm-hmm. Tate sort of took America by storm. And then they last year they faded away. Uh, and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they won't this year. So we'll see. <laughs> but I, I do think I, I just wanted to bring up this question to the two of you is, uh, I know we'll get into the Auburn game later, but Texas A&M lost, and they're at 5-4. and four. Do you yeah. think if Kevin Sumlin was still at Texas A&M, that would, they also be, would he also be 5-4 and four or a shade better or worse? And do you think, where do you think that the, the state of that program is now after that loss? I think, they're, <clears throat> I think they would be 5-4, and four, um, maybe a six and three. I don't think it would be dramatically different. Um, just looking at their, looking at their schedule and just kind of the games that they've run through. Um, I mean, they probably would have lost to Clemson probably by a lot more. Uh, they would have been, they would have beat Northwestern state and ULM. They would have lost Alabama two and two. They would have beat Arkansas three and two. They probably still would have beat Kentucky. So I'm going to put them at four and two. Um, yeah, I th- I think they would probably be at, at five and four. So, and they wouldn't be spending seventy five yep. million dollars. I think I, don't, I think they I think you're right. I think they would lost the, they lost the teams we knew they would lose to. They beat the teams that we figured they would beat. Obviously, the Kentucky win looks a lot fancier now. Um, but yeah. in the beginning of the year, we would have said they should have beaten Kentucky. So, um, yeah, I, I think that they spent a lot of money to be to be exactly where they would have been. Um, yeah, that, that a, I would. Let's, we might as well get expense. into that game now because Jimbo lost that yeah. game. Oh yeah, they blew yes, it completely. Blew it. He um, and and that's actually another thing. Like they spent seventy five, seventy six million dollars guaranteed to get a coach that no one likes. No, that turns that turns off his fan base, turns off the administration uh, constantly. So, um, and apparently can't coach the lead. Cannot coach a a ten point lead going into the uh, going into the second half. Um, my my friend came to visit. As, as you guys know, I'm down here in Auburn, and um, my friend came to visit for the weekend. He went to the game. He said he's never heard Jordan Hare so quiet as he did in the yeah. first half. Yeah, it was noticeable on just watching the game that like 
they were fucking done with this bullshit in the first half. Like, they were <laughs> done with it. And even, you know, obviously, and I'm not, this is not some shot at Auburn. Like, you know, they were excited to win the game, as we would have been too. But, like, you could tell it was like, it, it was not the, yeah, they weren't thumping their chest. It was like, are you, yeah, okay, great. But as soon as this game is over yeah. and we get home, I'll be like, this shit still sucks. They only remember the first half. <laughs> <laughs> I love it anytime <laughs> yeah, I, I, watched, I got to watch some football with my uncles who were, you know, who were, mm, you know, yeah. part and parcel of the reason why I like the sport so much. But, like, anytime that happens, I know my Uncle Cap is always going to reference the LSU-Auburn game where, <laughs> was it Jerry DiNardo kept throwing the fucking ball? so as soon as i saw the auburn i was like cannot wait to see him because i know exactly what he's gonna say and sure enough bang (laughs) hit me with it (laughs) i tell you what matt you remember that game i I do cap i remember the shit out of it he just kept throwing the ball for some reason except for we talk very high pitch when we all get together i'm gonna spare the i'm gonna spare (laughs) the people the podcast cast that it reminds me of the um uh, Creel, you and I went to <clears throat> the Alabama Arkansas game. God, it was the it was the year that we went to overtime with them and Tennessee. Help me out with the year. It was in two thousand three. Two thousand three. I think there was like a forty five minute rain yep. delay. Yeah, it was a monsoon. Uh, we were in upper deck four, um, and I think we had some kind of. We were up by eighteen yep. points. We we're up by mm-hmm. at least by three scores with eight minutes left in the third. And Shula is just throwing yep. the fucking ball all over the place. And that was at a time when you needed a win yep. against Arkansas. If you were going to any type of bowl. And that, I mean, that was the beginning and yep. the end for me. That's for the Charlie but, Pepper um, interception yeah, sure. where he, or the interception where Charlie Pepper uh, celebrates and they throw the flag. Is that that game? I think that was the Tennessee game. Hmm. I, I remember us getting some kind of flag thrown in overtime against. That's the, that is this that that's I, oh, game. it's that game. Yeah, I yeah, was at right, Big River right. Brewing um, in Nashville, enjoying their lovely seasonal apple cinnamon crisp de- uh, dessert, waiting for a concert to start. Thinking, fuck yeah, I got a concert, got a good dessert in my belly, got an easy win. We're rocking and rolling. Eighteen. Oh no, I want to die. <laughs> do you remember what show you that were i don't remember shawnee that i don't oh. remember <laughs> that means it, i was i was hoping it was like some like blink 182 it, rip, like it must have not been good some 41 <laughs> it, it must have not been good i, I tell you what actually <laughs> given the circuit when, when would that have been november-ish october-ish i wonder if we were just going to Probably the october. opry it might have just been an opry show yeah well, either way, it was a great day in Nashville. <laughs> Hello, good morning. We have a great day in Nashville. Um, if we can just spend two minutes on UCF because I fucking hate their guts. They won't die. Um, they any won't team, die. any team that lets Temple hang around for fifty-five minutes, fuck them. <laughs> I, I fuck they. They have played. Their schedule is easier than Alabama's. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hands yeah. down. They won't die. I don't even know who their coach is. It's Josh yeah. Heupel because uh, oh, what's yeah. his face left for Nebraska? Scott, Scott Frost, Frost left last two. year. Yeah, you're right. It was uh, They gave up like 670 yards to Temple on Thursday nights. Uh, 
It's just UCF. <laughs> they can score some points. They don't play much defense. Here, uh, they'll probably be twelve and zero, and you know, be complaining when they're like number eight in the final playoff thingy before the bowls. So it's that's just here's it. what I'm gonna say. Here's what I think might happen with that bunch. I think they might once again get a BCS game with an SEC powerhouse. Oh God. And I hope that this year, that SEC powerhouse just looks at the tape from last year and says, not on our watch, and goes out and crushes their fucking face. Just, I mean, it might be LSU. It could be LSU. It could be yeah, a two-loss Georgia. It could be Georgia. It could be a one-loss mm-hmm. Alabama or two-loss Alabama if, you know, things happen. It could be yeah. that. It could be, and I mean, who wouldn't schedule that? If, if I'm a bowl game, I'm looking for that matchup because, like, Fuck yeah, UCF's going to want to do this thing again. They proved they could do it. And I hope they go in there and they get fucking Hawaii'd. <laughs> um, that now, if Georgia has a calling card, it is that specialty. If you come in here big dicking from yes. a small conference, we will crush you. And it would not bother me at all to see that happen to the UCF Scarlet Knights or whatever the fuck they are. I really wish that I that I didn't root so hard for him against Auburn last year, but hey, I did. It was a dark I can say life. that it's... I was that in. I, I wanted the stadium to implode. We were going to blow it up anyways. Just get it out of there. Um, <laughs> but that that was problematic for me because I knew what the conversation would be. It's the same thing we did with Utah. Um, if if you let them hang yeah. around, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, I, here's the thing that has happened to me in the new era of all the scoring that I have just noticed this year. Several times, I'll get ready for bed, turn on the uh, Thursday night college football game, and say, "I'll watch a little bit of this. Maybe I'll and I'll see that there's eight minutes left." I'm like, "Sweet, I can watch the end of this." Then I will notice. It's eight minutes left in the fucking third quarter, and I will be as angry as yeah. I can be. <laughs> I do that. All- <laughs> God damn I'll it. be as angry as a human man can be <laughs> at something that he has no business a, being angry at. <laughs> as an adult human man. Um, Clemson beat the living shit out of Louisville. Um, yeah, they're, I, they're looking real good. Um, <laughs> and obviously that makes our schedule look, look worse, but I don't think that, uh, probably uh, <laughs> seeing, seeing this, um, seeing a score like that really, uh, makes me cannot, can't wait for, uh, rating the coaches in the ACC. I don't, I think we're going to have a new coach to rate if, at Louisville. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we'll get to rate Petrino. Mm. I don't think he'll make it. Um, other non-SEC action. Any other games that really stood? I, Notre Dame had a tough time with Northwestern. I figured they would. Um, anything else that was super interesting? I'm trying to think of what I was able to to watch, but no. I think several weeks ago, I marked Notre Dame as a as my lock of the season to lose to Northwestern. Yeah, and you would have been right in that thinking because I would have thought the same thing. I would have I would have bet money <laughs> yeah. that I lost that game. I'll. I'll a lot of your predictions are, are are sort of crumbling. I know you were hot on Kentucky. Mm. That didn't pan out to win the East. But that's all right. You can't be right all the time. 
It's really, it's really making me regret really laying the wood to Hankins last month. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really funny if he becomes like the <laughs> prognosticator. Because Arizona, if they win that Pac-12, he will not And we not gave him shit about Arizona. It. All Arizona has mm. to do is get to that game. If they can get to the Pac-12 championship game, I like our chances. <laughs> yeah, for, well, yeah, for sure. Washington um, almost lost again you, also. Yes. Yeah, yes. Stanford had a had a shot at the end. They had a Hail Mary which they didn't complete. So it's interesting the Pac-12. It's Washington is still hanging around. I think that they'll probably end up beating Washington State and win the conference. They'll they'll win the North and then they'll beat the whatever scrub team from the South in the championship game. I think they're just um, head and shoulders above everyone else. Still. And Herm Edwards probably leaves and coaches the Browns next year. <laughs> Man, y'all y'all wanted to fire him before the oh, hey, kickoff. I, I will have to say that Herm Edwards has his thing is working out there, and if if he stays around, I am then I think that they could be. I, I'm not. They're not going to be a fucking power. They're not going to be competing for national championships. No, but they can be a because he's 76. Yeah, years they old. can be a Pac-12 power that is 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 viable in that league. Yeah, like I mean, Arizona State, like. If they hire a coach that brings them to a Rose Bowl, like he's build a statue, statue. yeah, (laughs) yeah. It it won't look anything like them because they're all high (laughs) as shit over there. But like you know, so it'll be like that Ronaldo. Oh gosh, where he looks like he's Uh melting, yeah. Where he looks like where he looks like Colin Jost on mushrooms. (laughs) That's like very (laughs) yes. This is a very specific reference, but a very good one. Um, SEC football, guys. I I gotta tell you, it's it fantastic. Was, I, I, SEC. Bandana and SEC. What a week! What what a week to act to you know really pull the trailer for the entire league. Uh, actually, make football exciting after three pretty ho hum mm-hmm. weeks in college football. Aside from Ohio State beating uh, or losing to Purdue, um, we talked about Auburn A and M. Uh. That Missouri Florida game. Oh yeah, man! What the fuck? <laughs> Is <laughs> Missouri hasn't been awful? They've been real close, and they finally yeah. broke through yeah. against a Florida team who I think had, had sort of given up. I think it was I, the I perfect mean, storm. Did they just get beat down versus Georgia last week, and they're still kind of like they're still trying yeah. to get to that's full. what it. Full power? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I, I still don't think Felipe Franks is the answer at quarterback, and it showed again yesterday. And Missouri just, you know, they were close. They should have beaten Kentucky the week before, so yeah. I think they had a sour yeah. taste yeah. in their mouth, and they realized they have to win in order to go to a bowl. So it was sort of just a, a weird weird sort of situation, and it just looked terrible for And Florida. having to get up for your big rivalry game, your big conference rivalry game at least, and not win it, mm-hmm. and play a very physical, tough Georgia team. Yeah, that 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 is sort of that LSU Alabama thing where that that game can turn into two losses if you're not careful. Um, and that it feels yeah, like yeah, a, I mean, yeah, again, yeah. and everything Free said is right too. Missouri's not dog shit. Um, Locke is a really good quarterback. Florida doesn't have a really good quarterback, and that's a recipe for disaster. Fire I mean, Dan they are, they're the fourth best team <laughs> in the in the division, but um, yeah, and uh, Florida's six and three, which 
sounds worse than it is because we're viewing it through the lens of them going six and one. Yeah. Who right. did they lose to? Yeah. LSU. Uh, them going six and one uh, as opposed to, you know, us thinking that they would be six and six at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I, I wanted to, to ask this question. I, I know we already talked about Auburn and Texas A&M. Do you think that win yesterday saves Gus Melzon's I don't job, think it. I, I don't think his job's in jeopardy. I don't think it's in jeopardy this year. Okay. No. Right. I mean, you know, I, I talked about the, the rumors I heard about the buyout uh, getting scaled down dramatically, but I, you know, if even if they, if they like, get blown out by Georgia and Alabama, I, I think they give them another year. Fair enough. Unless it's like seventy-seven to sixteen. Like, yeah, when I say his job's not in jeopardy, I mean like a non, like criminally embarrassing performance versus Georgia and Alabama. And they'll probably play both those teams close. Yeah, yeah. I have no aversions in believing that the Iron Bowl is going to look like the fucking Iron Bowl always does. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> twenty-six and a half to diamond shape. That'll be the final score. <laughs> So Gosh, they, I, hope, I hope we're the diamond shape. <laughs> oh man, they are a girl's best friend. So uh, Auburn's looking at a six and or seven and five, I guess, because um, they'll beat Liberty. And assuming that they lose to Georgia and Alabama, I mean, you know, if if they pull it off, I mean, at Georgia and at Alabama, they're they're not easy games. But God knows, throw the record Absolutely. books out. Like, I, I like, know that's cliche, but that's the truth, man. That's just they fuck. Beat they them could, both last could, year. They, <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> they could take one out of two of those teams, uh, one out of two of those games, and they could end up being eight and four. So, um, I think, especially if they, if they uh, take one out of those two, then and you know, eight and fuck, they, they eight might, and four in their traditional they, down they year might. is not that bad. We all knew that this is their traditional yeah. down year, so yeah, it seems much ado about. And they nothing. may as well just. Uh, Extend the Might contract. Well build a statue. Shit, I don't mm. care. Hire, mm. get Tony Franklin back in the stadium. Fuck those books. <laughs> uh, Georgia, Kentucky. I, I had such high hopes, and uh, mm. I, I, I come to you, the mats, mm. the, my, the, the panel of mats, with my hat in my hand. Jeez, guys. Um, I went out on a limb, shot my shot. Sometimes you gotta go for broke. Try to make it in the great white way. I don't know, guys. I'm just a poor newsman's son. I'm a mail deliverer's son from South Huntsville. And I just wanted to take a chance at the big leagues, guys. Could you ever find it in your hearts to forgive me? It sounds like an opening to uh, like a song in Hamilton. <laughs> Predicting. He's got a shoot a shot tie. Predict. He predict. Predict. He picked the wild cats. Meow. Meow. Predict. Oh, I wish I planned that out better. Uh, yeah, Georgia ran away with it. Um, Kentucky played them close for a little bit, but um, the game ended up being closer to what Creel said it would be last week. That you know they were going to blow them out, and you know they they really turned it on there in the second half, and so it's. Georgia in the East. Here's what I'm going to say about all this, Shawnee, and then I'm going to get freeze take. You figured out that Kentucky was going to fucking overachieve. I don't know how you did it. 
I don't know where mm-hmm. the inspiration mm-hmm. came from, but you figured out they were going to be overachievers. And those sons of bitches were one win away from clinching the East. So I'm going to let you have that one. And kudos to you for the foresight. Um, I'm going to hold off on kudos (laughs) because this is my prediction. Kentucky plays at Tennessee next week. Tennessee will win. Mm. And all of the goodwill that's been bought up by Kentucky into into, uh, stoops and all that, it's going to crash pretty quick. I think um, well, that, they, we saw, that they're not going to have much to play for and just they're going to lay an egg. We saw what uh, plan Georgia did to Florida the week after. So mm-hmm. that's not yeah, a It's just not, a crazy, not easy. When, when Georgia decides prediction. they want to run that ball on you and you're getting punched in the mouth yeah, by yeah. a heavyweight champion's son, it sucks. <laughs> like, that has to suck. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, Kentucky just isn't – they don't have the horses. This – this – <laughs> in a nutshell, is the larger conversation about conference domination. Um, if you're not built a certain way, you're not going to fare well in November in these big time conferences. And they just don't let me let me ask you this, because this seems to be the blueprint of being a successful SEC team for the past ten years. Um, you have to have a quarterback that is not a total piece of dog shit. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a minimum of two world-class five-star feature backs. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU had it. God knows Alabama's had three at a time for the past ten years. And Georgia's had it for the past two years. Um, or, well, three or four well, years. shit. You go I mean, back to early, actually. I, I, yeah, Georgia has so, quietly been doing the same thing Alabama has been doing with the feature backs. Um Absolutely. And when it comes to Kentucky, you can't just go into settings, turn off fatigue, and give Benny the ball 80 times again. That's a good analogy, buddy. So, well, and I think, I Sean, mean, the, the thing that, that allows all that to happen is those big five hog mollies, as they like to call them in the front. Like, Kentucky's just, there's not enough excellent 350-pound linemen to go around. There's a lot of them, but there's just not enough that are that have the 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 size as well as the athletic ability. There's just not enough. And Kentucky's always maybe they get one, maybe they get a couple. Uh, you know, maybe a senior really matures and you know works as well. But that is ultimately going to be always be the problem. Is they're never going to have enough guys to populate depth at those positions. And you just you you can you can get you can you can. Uh, Get a hot streak on the dice, and you can get a horse like Benny Snell. But mm-hmm, Benny Snell mm-hmm. is not particularly fast. His vision is incredible, and he works well with the line that he has. He understands that line very well. Um, and so, yeah, you can you can make some games ugly. Um, I want to make a soccer analogy, but I know it's a problem, so I'm not even gonna. But you can yes. go for it. In soccer, when you don't have the best team, you make the game ugly. You make them play on your terms. Mm-hmm. You you slow it down. You hold the ball. You bunker in, and you just say, "We're not going to let you score." And we're going to and you flop, yeah, right? Am I right? A lot flop. of flops. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's that's what Kentucky has been able to do this year. They just make people play like them, and they have an advantage that way. Well, that shit ain't going to play when you're fatigued and when you're playing a recruiting juggernaut this late in the season. It's just there's no way that can ever work. 
um, unless you get just something crazy happening. And that only happens, you know, once every 25 years. So good on them. I think they've got the program certainly going in the right direction. They were very good host for that shit yesterday. They turned out they were in it. But this is who they're going to be. Yep, yep. And it's never and going to change. Does that does we ain't does doing that make the game wrong. worse? We ain't never going to change. Shut your mouth and play along. <laughs> Will you throw me off? Does that Does that make the game worse? The game as overall or that in particular game? Yeah. The game overall, the sport. Depends on who you are, I guess. I've said a thousand times and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I'm here for blue bloods, baby. I'm here for brand names in college football. Yeah. Um, well, it only took uh, Stoops eight years. How long has he been there? Sure. It's, it's been, been a while. while. It's, it's yeah. like seven or eight. To get him to that place. Um, I believe the only game left to speak of is the game of the century game part of the century. seven part. I don't um, see well, they came in there. Oh, hang on. Before we move on, before I get to Ed Orgeron all the time. (laughs) (laughs) How about fucking Kentucky getting another player ejected for touching a referee? Yeah. Did y'all see the, y'all saw the call? I mean, did you see the actual touching of the referee? I saw the, I saw the, I I mean, like he barely touches the guy, right? Can we, is that an agreement? Free, I'm Mm -hmm. especially leaning Mm -hmm. on you because I know you are always on the side of law and order. Um, and then Benny sure, Snell sure. in the bowl sure. game oh, either last year or a couple years ago gets ejected for, you know, kind of just getting mm-hmm. together. What the fuck, referees? Just chill out. Am I wrong in yeah, that? Yeah, trigger weird. fingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Refs, mm-hmm. refs seem to be especially uh, bad this year. God. I mean, because at that point in the game, it wasn't. It wasn't blown completely. I don't know. I mean, it, it didn't affect the outcome. I'm not saying that. But, like, just fucking chill the fuck out dude what are we doing he didn't maybe maybe he was on the spectrum and he didn't like to maybe be touched. maybe maybe but as i was saying oh uh, <laughs> we gotta get better this is i'm gonna i'm gonna actually instead of doing an impression i'm gonna quote directly from his press conference was we just we just no, gotta please. get better uh i think we played hard we fought good but uh, I got to recruit better linemen on offense. <laughs> I got to recruit better linemen on the defensive end. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. God damn, nigga. How- God damn, Ed. I appreciate your honesty. How is that <laughs> How is that any different than James Franklin blaming it's not, his players? It's, it's not, Shawnee, but everything sounds better coming out of that mouth. Let's just uh, issue number one. I, that That particular, when he said that, it really, I really was truly ambivalent because it's like, man, on the one hand, I respect the honesty of that. On the and I also like Ed Orgeron. I think he's fucking. I think he is a thing that never need. There always needs to be a couple of him hanging around college football. Just a dude that looks like he should be the mascot for the school he's at. Um, but at the same time, I think um, I think it's rough, man, to say that right then in that point when you're when you're. Talking about recruiting better players. Like, what are we doing? It's nuts. Yeah, it's it's the same sort of thing we hear from, we've heard from LSU the past 
I don't know, seven or eight years. It's just they don't have the they have some studs in the barn, but not enough. I don't know. It's the same story, just different year. Um, yeah, I. Well, let's start at the beginning. You know, we we talked about the Devin White stuff, but um, I mean, first of all, we had a couple firsts for for Tua this sure. week. First first interception, first um, opening drive that didn't result in a touchdown. Um, but you know, those are two things that brought brought the same kind of poise to the surface that we saw in Jalen Hurts his you know his first his first throw I think <laughs> when he, when he on his first start against USC a couple of years ago he, or threw he an just fumbled the shit out of the ball game. but yes yeah like, that's, that's right the, that's one right, of the yeah. more embarrassing um, fumbles you'll ever see <laughs> yeah it was like Jameis Winston against yeah. Oregon and then that um, but uh, you know he came back and you know he played he he played. Um, uh, understanding that J- Jalen was only going to come in during an emergency, um, you know he fucking he, he ran for a fifty-five yard touchdown on bad wheels. Those wheels are um, so bad. I get so nervous about those wheels. Me too. Um, and LSU, I, I mean, against LSU's defense, I, I think it's obviously the best defense they've they've uh, they've faced all year. But Creel, what do you think about the way that they showed up against? LSU secondary with all their silly names. Well, like, I think LSU played pretty well on defense. They have the what I would call the strategy to if you want to beat Alabama, you've got to pressure Tua and make him make some bad throws because Tua wasn't uh, incredibly no, sharp. He, I think he finished like twenty five of forty yeah. something he like that. He looked like a human quarterback. Uh, he last overthrew. Night. Yeah, he overthrew some guys. He hit some guys. So, honestly, it was, like you said, it was the best defense Alabama had played, and it was the best defensive performance against Alabama's offense. The 29 points is the lowest all year. Um, But uh, saying all that, Alabama was still able to move the ball uh, pretty easily. Uh, I can't remember if there were any three and outs for Alabama. I should have checked before, but it didn't seem like it. It seemed like every time Alabama had the ball... At, yeah. at worst, they were able to get two or three first downs and punt it. Um, so, but the bigger picture is that what what I want to I guess I guess steer the conversation is you know two had a good game and, and all that, but Alabama's defense really showed up and had the pressure on Joe, Joe Burrow all night. He was running for his life. They shut down the run, and. It, it reminds me of a couple years ago. Is uh, it was in 2016? We played at Arkansas and gave up like 30 something points. We did the same thing this year, but ever since that point, Alabama's defense has looked more focused and has played better, which bodes well for the rest of the season in November and, and onward. What do you guys um, think? Uh, LSU went five for 16 on third downs. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They had 196 total yards. 184 of that were passing. So they had 12 total yards, um, to, uh, total uh, rushing yards on 25 That's insane, attempts. Y'all. Yeah. That's, hang on, just uh, Shiny. I'm gonna let you get back to your point that you were making, but let's yeah. just take yeah. a moment to acknowledge the fact LSU had 12 yards rushing. Now, I don't know, was, I think sacks yeah. count against that, but at any rate, yeah. There's some all, sacks. All yeah. that advanced special, blah, blah, 12 yards rushing for an LSU team whose bread and butter is running that running that old tater rock. 
Um, the their lowest mm-hmm. performance since I believe ninety nine or ninety seven, where they had a negative negative seven against somebody, Florida. Um, but that is insane. That is crazy. I have. Well, you know that's what we did to Leonard Fournette. Yes. Uh, two yeah. years, two years ago, I think. Um, and so let me throw this at you. Uh, remembering that last year, uh, not last year, but the last time Alabama LSU played in Death Valley, it was ten to nothing. LSU has not scored a touchdown at home against Alabama since the first quarter of the 2014 game. This is like 160, 11 yeah. straight quarters overall that they haven't scored against Alabama. And yeah, this isn't something that, to wax past, though, boys. This isn't again. It's not, LSU it's not. is a very good college football program. They're not what they once were. I'm not saying that we went out and beat that 2011 team again because we already yeah. did that. Um, but <laughs> like, let's not let's not fucking just let's never look past the fact that. And I say this every time we have a rivalry game, and I hope I get to continue saying it in perpetuity. But like, let's not look past the fact yeah. that's eight in a row against them. Um, and they were a 14-point home dog, and we covered. By double. Yeah. <laughs> By double. And, yeah, just I, I just want to hark on the fact that I think LSU defensively played well. Offensively, I, I did not understand their game plan. They got it way too pass-happy. Uh, like Hank said, if their bread and butter is running it, they abandon yeah. it very quickly. I guess I don't know why I, I they understand that you've got to put up points either. against Alabama, but oof, I, I don't know I, I why did they not understand. I don't know why they kicked that damn field goal down twenty-two to nothing. Yeah, you still got to score three times after yeah, that. None of the it math very weird. Out. I mean, he just knew he couldn't score. That's just what it comes down to. But like, we've got this thing of just breaking their quarterbacks very early in the game, and it just messes I, I honestly well like to to freeze original point um you could hear it in Saban's preamble the elect to kick ass like that's not vintage that's not regular Saban that's a Saban that's out to prove a point no, and then in his pre in his post game he was like we needed to make a statement today too um our defense is essentially yeah. tired of hearing the shit we're tired of hearing that we're not as good <laughs> and we're going to show you how good we can be and LSU is not a – they're not Oklahoma. They're not Clemson as far as offense goes. But they are a team that just ran amok over Georgia. Just ran all over them. So I'm I'm tired of retroactively – because Alabama makes a team look bad, I'm always tired of that team retroactively being made to be bad. No, we beat a very good team yesterday. The fucking committee had them number three in the country, and we destroyed them on their home field at night. That is not some shit. <laughs> Just yep. take like it's insane. This guy's taint, and also, and also, <laughs> on Tua's first interception, right? It uh, served. It was, it was a fucking season, best punt ever. Best free. That's punt what I said. I said had. this kid's so smart. He mm-hmm. knows how to fucking punt the ball with his arm. Look, because honestly, yeah. that interception led to the end <clears throat> of the game. In my opinion, it was that. The defense yeah. stood up right there and almost caused a safety. Yeah. Almost had a safety. And that was where you understood, like, oh, no, there's there's nothing LSU can do against this defense. That So that reminded me of um, uh, that that uh, 90, technically 93 uh, Sugar Bowl, Alabama-Miami, where George Teague uh, uh, runs yeah. down uh, Lamar Thomas. Um, 
And he, you know, he he runs him down. He takes the ball out of a wide receiver's hand while he's running towards the end zone. And then it gets called back because of offsides or something like that. And, uh, you know, I was watching the game with my dad at the time. And he was like, oh, we didn't want the ball down there anyway. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but is and so and so that's the thing when when I when Tua threw that interception, I was like, oh, that sucks, you know, like he threw his first one, whatever. But I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I, I think that was on third down. Yeah. Um, it, it might have been second. Been I second, think it was down, second but, um, down, but good as a punt. I mean, it it was it was a better punt than Skylar DeLong has had. Do in, we want to do we want to talk about? Do we even want to? Like, I mean, I, I uh, special teams. Our, ugh, don't get me kick, started. I mean, apparently Tua has to do everything because if Tua's not holding, he does. yes, then we can't we can't do make we an extra have... point. I actually did not see what happened for the second. They kick it into the ass of the offensive line. <laughs> the Literally, line. that's not. A, I'm not a. Normally, that'd be a funny Hankins joke, and everybody be like, "Oh, hey, Hankins, he's a real exaggerator." No, no, no. The ball literally hit an Alabama player in his ass. Um. On its way to also being wide right, so it was wide right and also hit a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get it. It, it. That and it was strictly on the snap and the hold on that one. So I don't fucking know. It seems crazy that a team that is so meticulous, so detail oriented, can't find eighteen minutes uh, during the practice schedule to either a practice this shit or b. <laughs> go down to any area where kids are playing soccer and give one of them a helmet. I don't I I don't get it. I don't understand. It is Saban's one and only and largest Does he failing. just hate it? Does he just it hate is... kickers? He's like I can't. I can't be fucking bothered with this shit. Like and you know even when we quote unquote get a good one He's... Oh, they do not pan out. No. Like they they never fucking pan out. We I, you know, we and and even when we do when when he, when we sign like there's this one kid he ended up Florida. transferring to Florida like you know that he had like vines of of him on the internet like uh, kicking 75 yard field goals in practice and and then he's like oh shit that's right Bama they must like poison their kicker helmets <laughs> because uh, everybody's brains just turns to fucking sweet potato fries and I'm gonna go to Gainesville things are be better for me that I down think there. there's one in Arizona or Arizona State now who was signed Alabama at one point who's a decent kicker I don't get it I do think it's hilarious though that while LSU is driving down to break the shutout I'm like oh man I really wanted a shutout and then they're fucking yeah. holy cross to um the sequel yeah yeah mm-hmm. stoinks one that's great how about that <laughs> fucking sweet. pick from Mac Wilson to preserve the shutout guys that was nice. I really wanted that shutout. I, I know that Saban probably wanted it infinitely more than I did, but that was a nice. <laughs> that was a nice stop. It really was. That was fantastic. Um, let me ask you this: Is is Ed Orgeron at a disadvantage as a coach in general because you can't understand what the fuck he's yelling at you on the sidelines? No, I don't think you can understand. I would any think so because like b- before the game. Before the game, they were showing him. I was watching some highlights on Twitter of him, like doing the tiger walk, and he was like at a hundred and twenty percent, like screaming at you know fans. Like he already has a really hoarse voice, but can you imagine just you know hours and hours of yelling and and he's very hard to understand to begin with. I, I don't understand how it works, how like, it, I, he can be an effective communicator. 
I am not shocked that the that targeting call was overturned in the in the first quarter against LSU because just seeing Ed Orgeron march up to the ref and scream his nuts off at the ref, like I would just be like, okay, fuck, whatever, God dude. damn it, whatever, whatever you want, fuck, man, whatever you want. God damn! Somebody get this Mike. alligator back in the water. Who let a who put this who put a polo shirt on this alligator? <laughs> I mean, intensity is good, but you also have to tone. You have to know when to tone it back. You know what I mean? I don't know. I got nothing. It's like he's I got nothing always to say about always on Red Bull I mean, or after, something. After him saying "fuck Auburn" in that press in that uh, post game. Uh, <laughs> Ballyhoo with his players. Oh, he gets he's, a pass. He's got a lifetime pass with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the guy. I mean, I'm, I'm, that is, I'm completely being 100% for real. I just, I think he's fucking, I think he's great um, for the game. I think he should be around. I like him. I think he's a cool dude. I don't know anything about him personally. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I just, I just like seeing his big dumb face on my TV and hearing him talk that crazy shit. And I think he should have got the USC job. I think they really fucked him over um, on that deal. And he should have gotten that job. Yeah. He, yeah, USC looks like assholes. Uh, next week, um, Florida, South Carolina, yeah. Georgia, yeah. Auburn, Kentucky, and yeah. Tennessee. <laughs> uh, Missouri, <Yeah>. Vanderbilt. Ugh. <laughs> South Carolina at Florida. We already said that. Kentucky, Missouri. Um, yeah, so in the East, you know, you see, I mean, Florida, South Carolina, that's got to be an 11 a.m. game, right? Uh, yes, it is because CBS is doing a double header on that one. They're taking oh, a twelve o'clock um, spot. So, so Georgia Auburn, what's what's going to happen next week? Uh, for me, I think Auburn comes back down to earth. They're playing a very talented Georgia team that's got everything working on offense. It's in Athens. Um, I think Georgia probably wins thirty-one to ten. That that'd be my prediction. I would I would make Auburn it a little closer than that just because. But at the same time, they Auburn Georgia remembers that ass whooping from last year too, <clears> and I don't think they want to take any chances. Um, I, I, what I don't know what Auburn can do differently than they've been doing. I don't know why it's all of a sudden going to start working. So, yeah, I'd say Georgia yeah. 29, <laughs> Auburn 14-ish. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, Alabama, Mississippi State. This is the, the classic uh, hangover uh-huh. game. Alabama shot their load this past uh-huh. week. It's going to be hard to maintain that intensity. Nick's, Nick Fitzgerald will make some plays kind of like Kellen Mond did against Alabama, so I think it'll be a, a higher-scoring game than everyone thinks. I also think that Mississippi State has a better defense than LSU, so I'm going to say like Alabama 34-20. to 20, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people expect. I think, I, I think that's right on the money. 46-16, I think Nick Fitzgerald coughed the ball up a little bit. I think it's 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 essentially what Free said, but I'm going to factor in a couple more turnovers than I think you're accounting for. I think that might be the one thing this defense is like, you know what, that's one something we haven't done as much of as we would have liked to have done. Let's fucking tote some of these bitches back to the house. So I understand that Nick Fitzgerald is quote-unquote back, and he's playing the best he has all season, which yeah. isn't saying a, a ton, but 
every time I see Nick Fitzgerald, I just get the feeling that he has like Troy Aikman's body toward the end <laughs> of his, his career. Shit. Like just where broke. He, he just <laughs> Just broken, man. Like every, like he's had so many injuries, and the fact that he can still walk around is pretty amazing. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think Creel's on the money. I, I think it'll be closer. Like um, it might be like forty to twenty. It it wouldn't surprise me if this was your typical Alabama like Arkansas that. game where they have it in, in hand and then just dick around the last two and a half quarters. That wouldn't shock me. But. Yeah. Um, you know, this could be – I feel like this is going to be – I don't know. I think Free's right about their defense being good, that it might not be just two a lighten it up, but it could be a pick six, and it could be a punt return from Waddle. Um, a couple things like that might happen. Yeah, I just, yeah. You know, I don't think it's going to be like last year where they just got gashed. Yeah. Oh, I hope um, not. Woof. In, uh, in the Big Ten, uh, there's not a lot of, you know – Games with national implications, but Iowa rape plays Michigan rape. When did Iowa start raping? Oh, Ohio. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's the Big Ten. I know it's just given time, but I don't think they've gotten there yet. (laughs) I mean, they got that kids' hospital. It's easy pickings. Oh, I didn't even check. Did uh, Maryland win yesterday? Who did they play? They played... They played uh, Michigan, Michigan rape. Oh, I think Michigan State won, correct? So, oh, yeah. by the way, by the way, I uh, saw a story yesterday that Butch Davis is interested in the Maryland job. I, heard, I also heard Les Miles is interested in that job. I would I'd hire the Miles. shit out of Les Miles. Um, I think he'd be great there. Also, also, it took me, with the amount of alcohol in my system last night, after seeing a tweet from Chipper Jones saying, did I just see Butch Davis on the sidelines of the Alabama game? It took everything in my power not to... Dunk on him on Twitter and call him a wife beater. <laughs> well, he is a wife beater, and Bush Davis was hired like. And it's Butch ago, Jones. So. You're mm. talking about Bush Jones. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> While you're correcting poor Chipper, you were talking. You've been talking <laughs> about Butch me. Davis for the last minute and a half. <laughs> well, his last name is Jones too, so I figured it was different. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Does uh, Does Michigan State uh, surprise Ohio State? Not to sidestep what know. you're saying here, Shawnee, but my answer is, who gives mm-hmm. a shit? <laughs> I, yeah. I I think Ohio State will be 10-1 and one when they play Michigan, so I don't think that they'll trip up against Michigan State. I really don't. Like, um, I've started, I, I listened to the, a lot of radio the last couple days. Like The, uh, the growing sentiment that Urban's got to go is... It's, yeah. it's it's really it's really growing and it shocks me by the level of fervor they had for oh my god this is a witch hunt we like, got to keep them what are we doing yeah. um i don't think it, the fans knew he had a brain I don't think they did either and he's a forgetful n- boy <laughs> <laughs> and i think now he i think now that they see where this is going that he's going to blame a medical condition and leave yeah. it anyway so they're like we got to yeah. get him out now so we can um in the ACC uh does Clemson get a scare against Boston College no. why are they pretending they will no they no Mm-mm. at it's at Boston College. Oh, yeah, everybody knows. That's probably like a 40,000-seat stadium. That There'll be 10,000 Clemson fans. Yeah, it's <laughs> Clemson's been firing on all cylinders. They're not going to trip up here. They're going to win by 30 points easily. 
how badly does Notre Dame beat the Seminoles when Florida State Oof. comes to South Bend? Oof. Probably by 20-something. Yeah. I have a weird thing with Florida Notre State's Dame where trouble, I can't they... say that Oof. they're going to blow somebody out. You guys are right. But I I have a physical block yeah. in my brain that I always think with Notre Dame, mm, the loss is probably coming. So I'm going to get out there. You know what, guys? I'm just a fella from you gonna a oh small town in Alabama. And sometimes, oh, no. boys, you just got to go for broke. And I'm going to say it right now. No gang. No gang wins. <laughs> no gang. Um, yeah, no, it's Notre Dame. You're right. You're, you're 100% drop, right. Drops to four. But I think Florida State oh, damn. <laughs> for, for, Florida State might lose out. They might go four and four and eight. They're going to beat Florida for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not, not a whole lot... A whole lot left. Uh, Big 12. You got the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. TCU-West Virginia might be good, but probably not. West Virginia probably It shouldn't be good. It should be West Virginia dominating. TCU's not very good. Um, yeah. But that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, I mean, it – that is – if Okie State can win that game, it really puts a strain on the Pac-12 of the Big 12's chances of getting to the playoff. Given that, yeah, you still that that Oklahoma Oklahoma would still probably get through, wouldn't they? If they won out, they probably have a pretty good. But shot. I mean, even if they lose to Okie State, they still will play West Virginia in the championship game, right? Yes. And I mean, right, right, It right, wouldn't right. surprise me if they beat West Virginia. It, yeah, it could get you to two losses for everybody real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, uh, we will find out next week. Creel, Creel and I will be on, on site in, in Tuscaloosa. That's right. Big game. Um, It'll probably be Mississippi State's going to jump up in the polls like six or seven teams above them lost. So it'll be like number <laughs> one versus 13, 14? Yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. And sh- Sean and I do not have a good track record of watching oh football games together. Neither do so, none of us do. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. We'll see what um, happens. I, but if I we lose, know. you can blame Sean and I. I think I think Hankins and I have a pretty good one on TV. TV, we're fine. In person, it is not good. <laughs> Especially when them old oh, dogs God. from Stark Vegas are involved. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that is episode 96 of Throw the Flag. We will be next week for something new, something crazy. It's going to be called episode 97. Here come up, flat no, I got one.
she got 